What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 14 of Grab, Don't Slap. As always, we got the same starting five. We got Josh, Jason, Roy, Zach, and myself, Patrick, talking all about basketball. Tonight, we got a special guest joining us on a one-hour contract. <laughs> Heard this guy is a Kings fan, and he will take all the smoke about his team until they are crowned as champions. Yep, that's true. Let's, let's go ahead and welcome Vince. What's up, Vince? What's up? Thank you for having me. I'm excited to join the podcast, take on Jason's trash takes, and you know it's going to be a fun adventure. So, thank you for having me. Starting early, I see. Okay, starting. Early. I know that's what I was thinking. He, starting early. He, All right. Hey, he who gives the smoke will now get the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get this started. Hey, real quick, shout out to shout out to the Warriors leading the uh, leading the Jazz right now. Fourteen, baby, let's get it. Heck yeah! Hell yeah! yeah. I'm Steve Kerr. You bring Steph Curry in at the eight minute mark. We need to close it out. None of this six minute. Yeah, dude. Better safe than sorry. And like what's that. safer than putting in Steph Curry? I mean, not always. I would say we'll potentially piss off uh, Bradley Beal by Kent Bazemore saying some shit, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Speaking of the dubs, did you guys hear that they're um, they're signing Juan Toscano-Anderson to a full contract? And with the free spot, they're signing Jordan Bell, former Warrior, to a two-way contract. How cool is that? Y'all are gonna hate me for this, but I would rather have had like Nick Young or J.R. Smith back. Really? Yes. Oh, dude, I'm not gonna lie. I forgot about J.R. Smith. Y'all think J.R. Smith can't come off the bench and hit a couple threes? He's true. He can. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for JTA though. I mean, JTA's got like the big best hustle on this entire team. Well deserved, dude. Well deserved contract for him. I'm I'm really happy for him. Yeah, in terms of IQ, he's like Draymond White. Yeah. Yep. Like, he knows how to find Steph very well. And obviously, when Steph is your main scoring option by a mile, you need somebody that can get Steph the ball. And JT is really good at that. But like Zach said, his hustle, dude, like, that's honestly what earned him the contract. He, he hustles so hard. I love it. You know, this would have came sooner if Steve Kern knew how to set a fucking lineup. <laughs> and stop playing Nico fucking Mannion and um, Brad Wanamaker when we had him. Brad Wanamaker. Oh, thank God we don't have him anymore. <laughs> I, as for Jordan Bell, I don't know how I feel about that. I think, I mean, I think he's got potential, but he uh, he, he seemed a little lazy when we last had him. Yeah, because he got the benefit from Steph, Clay, Dre, and KD. You got to watch that. Yeah, but when he was, he just, he seemed like he wasn't very smart on the court. He was like the most athletic dude out there half the time, but he was like, he didn't seem very smart. He seemed pretty lazy, but I liked him coming out of college. So, I mean, I hope we can do something they with him. him for the rest of the year. Like how long? Just a two-way contract. So yeah. I don't know. Um, Maybe, you know, taking, you know, maybe him taking time in the G League to like develop some more because he's been, he's been killing it in the G League, but I know what Jason says. It's the G League. It's not, you know, it's barely comparable to the league, but, um, you know, maybe he like developed pretty well because he's been killing it in the G League. So maybe the coaching staff like saw something that they liked. Here, real quick. If you ever have time 
to read something real quick. Read the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Great book. And one of the chapters is on uh, the threshold theory. And that's the whole point I make with um, the NBA versus the G League is that there's a certain threshold. Once you go from G League to once you are proven that you can play in the NBA, there's a difference between the NBA and G League. But Threshold Theory by Malcolm Gladwell. Read it. Sweet. Nice recommendation. Also, you didn't give a shit. I already know. Maybe you can. Yeah, I know. I'll read it. I think he's fully proven he belongs in the NBA. Because, I mean, after us, he went to the T-Wolves and then got sent to the G League. Like, I don't know. That's okay. I just, I saw him as a, like a clumsy player when he was with the Warriors. Yeah, no, I agree. That's what I said. Lazy, clumsy. He just, he didn't seem like he was in the right, his head was in the right spot sometimes. I mean, you, y'all remember the, uh, the hotel porn incident, right? <laughs> the what now? Oh, when he charged all the money to the, to the, who was it? The G, was it Bob Byers? No, Mike Brown. Oh, Mike Brown. That's <laughs> oh my God, he charged bro. a bunch of money to his card. Yeah. Something. So funny. That's funny. Porn. It was just like gifts and like random shit. Like yeah. it was snacks and shit. Yeah. That's and then Mike Brown's like, oh yeah, that wasn't me. Who the fuck? And then freaking uh it was Jordan Bell in the camera, and then he tried to bring Clay Thompson into it, and Clay's like, fuck out of here. Yeah, I remember that. He tried to throw him under oh the God. bus or something. No. Yeah, that's a mess. That's but short, um JTA, that's a great signing. Like, this is what since we since 2019 or since we've had this all our squad this is probably our best signing i guess mm-hmm. in terms of like what alfonso mckinney jordan bell shit like that jt is probably the best of them yeah i agree yeah. Our- yeah and i mean he he deserves it man he's come such a long way from like getting waived at the beginning of the year to like getting re-signed and then just playing his ass off to get this contract so just bottom line well deserved whereas i don't think any of us even knew mckinney was still in the league a few weeks ago <laughs> until we saw his name on a on a lineup i forget what team he's on now but I think he's on the bulls right yeah i don't even know dude it's some random ass team but like i forgot about him too i'm not gonna lie alfonso mckinney when he started oh. in the western conference finals for us <laughs> <laughs> took mccall like Patrick McCall. Patrick McCall, dude, fuck. We had some Jim Moe. Three rings. Bro, I wanted that guy to be so good with us, fuck. Royce, Alfonso McKinney is on the Lakers. That's who it was, yeah, there you go. (laughs) It was like some... (laughs) Oh my god. I definitely didn't realize that. Patrick McCall has three wings. Anyone else not getting this year? And he could have had a fourth if he signed with the right team last year. Yep. Fuck. Ugh. My God, is Patrick McCaw even get any playing time now? Oh, fuck oh. no! <laughs> All right, let's t- uh, let's turn this over to the Kings, like the Kings, like. The oh wait, Kings. before we do, uh, I, I missed the Beal and Bazemore beef. What is that about? Oh, I told you. Yep, you're right. Didn't even bring that up. Um, I'm gonna bring it up later. Or we do want to bring? We have it. Re- we have it here, but do you want to bring it up now? Let's just do it now. Screw it. Uh, Jason, you explain it, because I was a little lost as well. Wait, what? You said didn't go to law school? No, he was a little lost as well. Yeah, no, I wasn't lost. <laughs> hey, yo, I got a COVID fog brain here. Um, <laughs> yeah, so basically what happened was after Steph dropped 49 and three quarters, like 
he normally does on that type of energy. Uh, Ken Bazemore decided to go on Twitter. He started tweeting some stuff. As, you know, as we all are when we watch Steph put up these types of performances. We're all fans. Like, holy shit, how's he doing it? So, Bazemore decides to go up and say, oh, yeah, Steph's putting up 49 and three quarters. And people are pulling the hands. People, Bradley Beal, is pulling the hamstring, dropping 29, trying to keep up in terms of the uh, scoring champ race. And the scoring champ race is really close this year. I think it's like a 0.5 difference. Like, that's how close it is. I don't think it's been that close since um, the race between, who was it, David Robinson and um, David Thomas? It was, it was, no, it was, who's the guy on the Spurs? David Robinson. And Shaq. It was Shaq? Oh, I Ooh. thought it was, um, that was someone else. But yeah, that, that was, it's, I don't think it's ever been as close than, than it was then when like, David Robinson literally had to drop 71 points just to claim the title. <laughs> no, I don't think he had to. I think he did just to like ensure it. But like, think about that. Dude said, huh, I want this title and I don't want Shaq getting close. So I said, hmm, well, fuck it. Drop 70. Like, who does that? David Robinson, dude. But yeah, long story short, Bradley Beal, um, well, it, that tweet got around. That tweet got around, let's say. And <laughs> it got to his wife either yesterday or today. I don't remember when I sent it to you guys in the group chat. But it got around. Once his wife seen it, Bradley done seen it. And once Bradley saw it, Bradley started tweeting. He said, basically called Bazemore a bum. Why are you talking about me? Get Keep my name out, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. All that rah-rah shit. Um... Yeah, that I mean, that's essentially the beef. But like, what do y'all think? This is I'm with Baysmore. I think that's. I mean, I think that's a fine take. I, can, I mean, I agree. I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, he's just he's just hyping up Steph a little bit. Yeah. I mean, okay, like maybe didn't have to. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say funny. Dig, I thought it was, it was a pretty good. I thought it was a good tweet. I liked what he. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of like trash talk. It, yeah, it's weird because he's a role. You know, he's not like that big of a player, but he's a teammate, so he's typing up stuff. I was gonna say the dig might have been a little unnecessary, but I mean, <laughs> well, it's entertaining. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun. I, think, I, I, I thought it was a good one. Hold on, going back to like one of his tweets. His tweet was in a reply that someone posted about Kent Bazemore showing where like showing his uh, basketball reference mm -hmm. profile and just showed his like career averages and it was like this guy's talking about me so I get I get why Bradley Beal was is kind of mad because in the grand scheme of things who are you picking if you got a five on five and you got a, it's the last two people and it's Bradley Beal and Ken Bazemore who are you picking <laughs> yeah, obviously, but I mean, I yeah. just don't tell me you're not picking Bradley Bill. So, like, I get his point, but yeah, it's just trash. Like, y'all get paid too much. Relax. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was a pretty good dig, though. I, I and like, obviously, Baysmore knows he's not as good as Bill, but uh, I mean, Curry's way, way ahead. I think Bill's a little overrated, in my opinion, but. I, I mean, can't, I can't, I can't talk bad about Bradley Beal. I love Bradley Beal. I just want to see him succeed. I mean, yeah, he's good. I would still love Bradley Beal. Watch, you know, he's not like a top twenty player. I'm not a Rashawn Holmes kind, you know. Like, I mean, 
Well, Rashawn Holmes has a lot more grit than Bradley Beal, that's for sure. Oh, my goodness. Jason's go. looking Not at the camera. Not a top 20 player. Oh, Hold no. on. What's that about? Oh, no. Uh, 20 plus people better than Bradley Beal? I don't think I could, man. In, in 20. NBA. 20? No, no, not 20. Maybe. If not I was configuring a team, I think there's 20 people that are ahead of then are ahead of Bradley Beal. That's a lot of Maybe. people to name, but I kind of want Vince to name them. <laughs> that's like too many. That oh, might be God, too many that's people. That's so long. But I know because I don't even. I honestly, I agree, with Jason. I don't think I can name like 20 people better than Bradley Beal. I mean, fuck it. I'll make a list right now, but I don't think I can. Here, I'll just, I'll start naming players and Vince will, let's say if you think okay, yeah. better. Here we go. We'll start oh, with the top good. guys. We go LeBron, uh, KD, um, Steph, Dame, AD, James Harden. Um, Kyrie, James Harden. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, time Giannis. out. Stop right <laughs> Y'all would take AD over Bradley Beal? Yeah. Yes. Nah. That's so actually. I mean, uh, overall, I don't think so because just because AD is so injury injury that, prone. That's that's true. Oh. AD is pretty injured, but I mean, Bradley Beal's defense really sets him back. I feel like from some of the other guys. I guess if if we're talking about fully healthy, then that's yeah. a different story. Sure. Yeah, fully healthy. I would say. Um, I take AD. Not today, like. Everybody else, I'm assuming Vince, you agree. But you can't, but but like you can't really yeah. say AD without injury prone. <laughs> so, uh, oh, keep going. Keep I don't going. know. He, Joel Embiid, Nikola yeah. Jokic. Boom. There's ten. All right. Uh, this work is fun. Jimmy Butler. I'm taking Jimmy Butler. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, now, now it gets now it gets interesting. Uh, Trey Young. There's another one. Ooh. Um, I, I think I'm gonna take Bradley Beal, but Vince. Yeah. I think Trey Young. I mean, he's an amazing playmaker. He has that natural passing talent that Bradley Beal definitely does not. Doesn't have, have the defense that Bradley Beal has. Now. Bradley Beal's defense is bad too, which is not quite as bad, but it's yeah, bad. I, yeah, that's Trey Young's is even worse. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I know. Yeah, Trey Young's is worse, but I mean, they're both bad defenders. Uh, yeah. um, what about Chris Paul? I'd actually take oh, Chris Paul easily. Not even. I take Chris Paul I think. easily. Um, Luka Doncic. Yeah. 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 I, I don't like Luca as much as other people, but yeah, I, I love. I'm taking Luca. Um, Julius Randle. There you go. That's a that's that's close. That's a tough one. This is his first like breakout. Yeah. So we don't know if he can keep this up. Yeah. But, that's a close one. I think we're at like 13. I don't watch enough Knicks, so I don't. Yeah. Go Knicks. <laughs> um. Shout out Zion. Zion easily. Yep. Jason Tatum, yes. Tatum, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Jalen Brown, too. You could add Jalen Brown. Oh, yeah. Jalen Jalen Brown's. Yeah, no, you honestly. That's arguable. That's arguable. Of his defense. I like Jalen Brown. He's a well-rounded player. I'd argue if you switched both of them, uh, if you switched the teams on both of them, the Celtics would be better. With, oh, yeah. Definitely. And the Wizards would be Jalen Brown. The thing about Jalen Brown is he's an all-NBA defender. That's, like, so huge. But Bradley Beal is one of the he best. Contributes to every way. I mean, That's Brown's true. a really complete player, and he's really underrated. I feel like people don't talk about him very much. No, I people are talking about him now. Like, yeah. his, his, like, oh, uh, we'll talk about him. <laughs> well, that's 15, not counting Jalen Brown. Let's say you do count Jalen Brown. 16. Kawhi, yes. Um, Paul George, yes. That's 18. Devin Booker. Deep yeah. Yeah. Deep yeah. Booker Devin Booker is a close one. Oh, Mike Conley. No. no, 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 man, he's pretty damn good. No, 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 no. no. not over Bradley Beal. Yeah, I'm gonna oh. distribute you on that one. 
Uh, and then yeah, you got like guys like Sabonis. Oh shit. Cat. I think Vince. Oh, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Vince I don't know Vince. about Sabonis. I wouldn't put Carl Anthony Towns over. Yeah, I'd take people Brad Beal. That's true. Cat's defense. I think I think Cat gets kind of a bad rap because he's on the worst organization. Like, he's also kind of lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy like bad. kicked his ass. That's yeah. That's why Jimmy Butler gets so mad at him because he's so lazy. That's <laughs> like. That's like that's what seven footers irritate me. Like, you're naturally gifted by your height. Please just use it a bit. Jimmy Butler's just expressing how we all feel. We all know what Cat could be, and he's just not doing it. Agreed. Yeah, easy. Agreed. Oh, Jamal Murray. That's that one, you can argue with that one. That's the boom. I'm going with Brown. I would still take. I would still take. You deal. see what I'm saying? That we're around twenty. No, no, no. So we already passed the twenty. We we passed twenty, and I and I actually think I agree with you. When there's twenty, there might be twenty players better than him. Uh, you had some guys that I didn't have, but I just was- like from watching like Buddy Heald, for example. Like you know, it's players who don't like. I I just generally don't like um, players who are too who are really good in like one area, but just aren't like very sufficient in others. As like Buddy Heald's kind of like a one trick pony. Although his defense has gotten a little better this season, it's just I don't know. When I see like players like for example, why I bring up Rashawn Holmes is because he's so well balanced in everything he does. Uh, that's I just think that you know when I see the Kings win, like it's usually he's the main reason. Same with Aaron Fox; he's pretty well rounded. Um, and I'm just saying that Bradley Bill to me is like he's good for what he is, but there's like 20 other players who I think are better all around that would help the team win. If I was like building a team. Okay, I guess I, I kind of see what you're saying. That's a fair take, man. I don't disagree with that. Um, let's let's move on. We were talking about Rashawn Holmes, De'Aaron Fox. Let's talk about the Sacramento Kings, Vince's favorite team. Uh, we'll just start off with a pretty vague question directed to you, Vince. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think they should do? What do you what do you think of the position they're at? Just as an overall team, any moves, anything like that? What are your I think it's kind of a shame they actually came so are coming so close to making the play in yet like you know they're not actually going to make it so we have a less chance at a good draft pick mm-hmm. really i think what we really need is a, a really good talented big man um our interior defense is a joke our Wait, perimeter is not you, much have, better, Vince, but... you have rashawn holmes <laughs> and Hassan yeah no White he's good but he can't do it all he's more i think naturally a power forward we need a center you know a big man or brim protector um Rashawn Holmes tries to play that role, but I mean, he can only do so much, you know, he can only exert so much energy into that. Um, but I mean, really, I think that's the big missing puzzle. I mean, we just need uh, somebody who's, a, we need better, a big man on the interior, maybe some better role uh, players who are like better defensively, because uh, I think Sacramento is ranked 29th in the NBA defensively this season just so bad we just need a, a new coach also is probably the biggest a coach that values yeah. defense um because yeah luke walton's a joke so i mean there's a lot of things but i i think we have plenty of talent we have good uh we have good guards Halliburton and fox are definitely players to keep um heels i i want to keep them because having that three-point threat's really nice uh he's definitely won us some games this season i think he's He's playing bad. Like last season, his defense was really bad. This season, his defense is mediocre, but it's a bad, but it's, I feel like he's becoming a more well-rounded player. So I think things are looking fine. We just need to get a new coach and a big man. I think those are really the two missing ingredients. I, I, I definitely agree with you about the coach. 
Yep. The only reason people wanted to hire Luke Walton was when the Warriors went on that 24-0, like, just winning spree. It made him look so much better than he actually was. Put it this way. Always remember this. Steph Curry got people jobs. Yeah. Um. Here, would you trade Harrison Barnes for a big man right now? Yeah, well, I mean, it depends on the, the you know, the quality of the big man. Because I like Barnes as a, as a, he's a good depth player. Um, that's tough. Uh, I also feel that he's a good veteran leader for that kind of young Kings team. So I think they benefit a lot from that. Yeah. Um, so that, in that case, Harrison Barnes is kind of valuable to the Kings. I'll say, then I'm just saying, who would you trade in order to make, and to, for what you think would make the Kings successful, who would you trade? Because, you know, let's just go through trading first. Oh. And well, yeah, I, originally I was hoping that we'd go, we'd get a good big man from the, uh, from the draft. That's what I'm, I was, you know, I'm hoping for. Because uh, trading, oh, you, I don't know. I mean, maybe Carl Anthony Towns, possibly for like some first round picks or something. Well, um, I thought Capella would be nice, but we're not going to get him. I don't um i don't know i i don't want to trade uh i really don't want to trade any of our like good players um i i'd rather try to build through the draft I like don't you the draft. don't you guys have hassan whiteside yeah luke walton hates him hassan that's too like, bad because hassan whiteside is an excellent room protector exactly yeah luke so walton just hates him i don't know why like uh, he didn't play for so long at, like the start of the season or like he played very limited minutes but, uh, You're just wasting him. Yeah, he only gets time if somebody's injured, really. It's bizarre. They were honestly happened. a team. I but. thought they should have made a move for uh, Vucevic. I know we talk about a lot of teams that should have made that move. But uh, yeah. especially oh, really. with, cause especially with um, Bagley and trade rumors, throw him and Harrison Barnes and like a couple picks, go get fucking Vucevic or do something like that, you know? Yeah, that would be fine, I guess. Yeah, I'm fine with trading Bagley. I I'm done with him. He's way too inconsistent. I think he... Um, I don't like usually like to say like, you know, somebody's unmotivated, but just judging by his body language, it's so hot and cold. Like some nights you see him, he's like, you know, running up and down, like really intense, you know. And then there's other nights where he's just, you know, extremely lazy and he, it's like he's not even trying. It's like, you know, if he like goes over, he misses his first three shots, he just quits. You know? I think he's just overwhelmed, bro. Like, here, how about this? Well, the Kings are a shit organization. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> keep it a buck. Shit organization. Vladdy Bivac is smoking dick. Because like, like the kid went from uh, like owning high school and doing. I don't know how he did in college. I didn't really watch him at Duke. He was good. He was he was he was great at Duke. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, he was a top three pick. But um, well, I think yeah, like he said, stepping into a shitty organization like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think he also uh, reports say he has a really bad relationship with uh, Luke Walton. And I mean, Luke Walton, apparently he's like a pretty nice guy who gets along with most people. I'm pretty sure Fox likes him a lot. Um, and uh, no other players have had issues except for Marvin Bagley, I guess. So, it, I mean, maybe it's just not, maybe the Kings just aren't a good fit for him. So I maybe agree. it would be a good idea to like trade him for some role players or like a I decent player. Yeah, no, if we could get a good quality center for him, like, yeah, him, Barnes, and a couple picks for quality center, I just don't know who would be willing to do that right now. How about this? I know the Hawks are trying to move on from John Collins. Would you make Brad, 
would you make Marvin Bagley for John Collins? What age is Collins? He's, he's young. young. He's only like 26. He might be the same draft as Bagley. He's that young. Oh. What height is he? Is he like John Collins is 24. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Damn. He's what? younger than me. <laughs> yeah, then I would do that. Yeah, I would definitely do that. How tall is he, Zach? I like John Collins. He's I mean. nine. We'll okay. so he runs more the power forward, but um, but I mean six nine is capable of being a good center too. That or him and Rashawn Holmes. Too. Him and Rashawn Holmes could interchange or whatever. They're yeah, both exactly. super athletic too. So yeah, like, yeah, I think and that's I, good, especially in today's game. You want more athletic big men, so well, um, that's a that's good, a good trade. Actually. That is a yeah, good, I like that. That's and a good John one. I'll do that. Score the ball pretty well. Um, I just don't know if the Hawks would one hundred percent do that though. I mean. They are they are in a little bit of a weird thing with John Collins. I think he wants out. Yeah, so they're I guess. probably just looking to shop him at some point. If you guys throw him a decent offer, like a Bagley yeah. and something, and um, that can happen. I wouldn't, yeah. But ideally, we would just trade Bagley. I guess, like I think realistically, what's going to happen because the Kings probably won't be that smart. They'll probably trade Bagley for some picks and some decent, okay role player, and hopefully, we can just get lucky in the draft with a, a really good center. That's what I'm hoping for. Do you honestly trust the Sacramento Kings front office when it through the draft? Hey, Halliburton was pretty good. At, I was gonna say they got such a steal in Halliburton, but they like, might have just got lucky. I don't know yeah, if that I was think because of their scouting or not. But name what? Who were their good draft picks recently? Halliburton. Fox and Halliburton. That's it. <laughs> For how long? I mean, Bagley's still only in his second year. He could still be good, guys. Like, we're... Wait, Bagley's not in his second year. He can third. He's in his like third, fourth. Oh shit! No. Bagley, no, it's Bagley needs a new environment. He's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Bagley could be a good player, but not on the Kings. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly. It's Luke Walton holding him back. Just that whole team holding him back. So he'll go somewhere else. And I think he still has decent trade value because he's still young. And you know, your your pick number what two for a reason, two or three, whatever he was. Yeah, I I just don't think that. Yeah, the Kings are a bad organization, but hell, we can get lucky too. You know, um, Halliburton was a steal of the draft, man. Yeah, That's we just have to get lucky, I guess. Um, and you know, bad organizations are not doomed forever. You know, you never know something might change. We all thought. I mean, the Chiefs were really fucking bad until <laughs> twenty third, like for you know a lot of the two thousands until about twenty thirteen. Yeah. And then they, you know, were really well run. So it's, you know, it just wait, hold on. They got Andy Reid, and then everything changed. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, they, they were kind of like the Jets. They were near the, like Jets level 2000s, even maybe even worse. Hey, Alex uh, Smith, until 2013. Alex Smith was so. really good on the Chiefs. That was probably just their organization. I mean, he was really good with them. And then they yeah. played it so well with Patrick Mahomes sitting behind him. Yeah. Um, well, again, that whole thing. <laughs> basketball yeah no, the point is though it's just saying franchises you know even though they have a long history of incompetence you know you get the right players to build the right culture or you get the right coach at the right time you know it can change things so. yeah this is the time for them to do that with these young talent right now all right let's talk about the lakers uh so obviously they won the title last year and they were the title favorite coming into the season um, but now they've slipped all the way down to the seventh seed. AKA um, the play-in. Yeah, the play-in tournament they might be participating in. Um, if you were to tell me at the beginning of the season that the Knicks were going to have a better record than the Lakers at this point, I would have called you crazy. 
Oh my god. Dude, did no, you they see... have the same record. They have the same record. Oh. Well, I saw the stat today. Since April 10th, the Knicks have the best league record at 12 and 3. So like they've just been killing it the past month, That's, man. I mean, can't believe it. That's crazy. But, we're up um, there right now. We're 12 and 5 now. We were 11 and 5, now we're 12 and 5 with this dub. Let me let me rephrase that for you, Zach. If you told me that the Knicks would have a higher seating yeah. than the Lakers, I probably would have slapped you and been like, you don't know <laughs> basketball. Yep, exactly. So the NBA is a crazy place, but right now the Lakers are slipping. Um, how do we feel about their title chances this year for a back-to-back run? Do we think I think they're pretty good. Do you think I think they're decent. Because uh, oh, LeBron is obviously, he's going to be fine. He's obviously making his excuses. So then when he comes back, he's like, oh, I did this one. I wasn't even 100%. It's his whole, you know, his little game. Uh, AD, I think is he's gonna he's I think he's looking you know he's looked okay at times I think he'll be better by the time uh, the playoffs come I think they're and there's uh I'm not updated on what's Schroeder's status I think he'll be back for the play-in if he's back I think they're a freaking really good team I mean if those three are all healthy I mean I still think I I like them I trust them a lot more than a lot of the other teams in the West um, that's the key word though if they're healthy. I think there's a decent chance they will be. I mean, LeBron's the king of durability. I'm not completely sold that he's, uh, you know, in some extreme pain or whatever. I think, uh, I think it's just part of his PR, you know, his image. Um, and I think uh, AD, you know, I mean, yeah, AD is the big question mark. If AD stays healthy and he's playing 100%, and Schroeder comes back, and I think like that's a decent possibility. I, I really like that team to win again. I'd, I'd say they're my favorites in the West if those three things happen. Interesting. All right. Uh, do you, would you have them as a favorite over an Eastern team? Like, would they be your overall favorite? Uh, obviously, you know, the Nets healthy, uh, easily the Nets. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, Milwaukee could give them trouble, mm-hmm. possibly. I could see that being, you know, I, I, I just have faith that Giannis is it's going to be his year to show that, you know, he needs. I feel like there's not as much pressure on him because people are just kind of sick of him failing in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think Milwaukee could give them trouble. Um, that really, yeah, Milwaukee and Brooklyn are the only two teams I really I think could have a good chance of beating them. So the Lakers are your favorite coming out of the West still? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's fair take. I disagree. I uh, I don't know who my necessarily. Sorry, the way he's like, that's a fair take, but I disagree. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, think I disagree. I think um, I like I like Phoenix chances more, and I also like the Clippers chances more now. Um, just it all comes down to health for the Lakers now. Obviously, mm-hmm. if none of this were to happen, then the Lakers would still be my favorite. But I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with all these guys getting hurt. Um, so I like Phoenix's chances more. I like the Clippers' chances more. Phoenix, I agree, like, is is pretty close. They're a really good, solid team. Um, I don't like. I don't trust the Clippers though. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a huge Clippers guy. I think there's a lot of pressure on the Clippers this year because you know they they blew it last year, so they really want to make a comeback and really show yeah. what they got. Mm-hmm. And as uh, for LeBron, I think he's making the, those excuses to set himself up if they win or lose so you know like yeah he's using it as like a, a handicap you know like oh uh like i said before i was already you know not 100 percent. that's why we didn't win but when they win like vince said he's gonna use it as like 
yeah, even though I wasn't 100%, we were still able to pull this off and I'm the greatest of all time kind of thing. I'm surprised he did it the way he did because usually I feel like he'd be he's smarter to do it more subtly because uh, it's very obvious to what he's doing. But uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I've never seen a superstar act that way. I feel like most superstars, they just kind of are themselves and they, you know, don't care so much about their public image as LeBron does. But it seems like LeBron's like obsessed with, you know, uh, the GOAT conversation and, you know, being seen as, like, you know, the best player in the world. Like it, It's uh, very bizarre to me. But yeah, I agree with you, Patrick. I mean, uh, to be fair, LeBron does hold a lot of weight. I mean, if you didn't go down, I don't think the Lakers would be in as bad a shape as they are. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about his performance. I mean, he's a, an amazing performer. I'm just talking about his obsession, his obsession with his public image. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I mean, his brand is pretty big, so I get that point. But um, what do you think? I mean, his injury, his injury was a valid one. It was a high ankle sprain. So, I mean, that is still something to worry about. And I don't we- know. I, I, th- I just think that, um, like, I've never seen, a, you know, an NBA player like, like him, like the way he plays, be so durable. And, um, you know, I think he's a very smart person. And I think, uh, you know, he's doing everything he can to make sure that his, you know, he's uh, taking care of his ankle, uh, doing all the necessary recovery steps. And, um, you know, when I saw him after his injury, like walking off, like, yeah, I, I know it probably hurt more than it looked like. But it didn't seem like one of those injuries where you're like, oh shit, like, you know, like there, there's no way he's coming back. I, I think it's, I I don't know. I just have a feeling that, um, you know, it, I feel like he wouldn't be saying all these excuses um, if, you know, if he was truly injured and done, I feel like he wouldn't go like out of his way like he is now making all these excuses. I mean, a high ankle sprain isn't, regardless of who you are, what type of body, durability, yada, yada. Like a high ankle injury is still something not to mess with. I mean, we have somebody here that's been through one, and it takes several, several of them. <laughs> this guy's shaking his head in the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, but I think it's just the fact that he really wanted to be vocal about it and let everyone know, like, this is where I'm at. So just a heads up, guys. I mean, make it. here's the thing: he has this track record of always being vo- like. We'll just use the word vocal for for now. Yes, he's always had that track record for talking. We know this. And we know he always wants to control the narrative based, case in point, go look at 2018. When, uh, when he hurt his hand and played through, played through it and then put the thing on after, put the brace on after he got swept. Like, we, we understand that. But I think, I'm just going to say, don't discount a person's injury if you don't know what the hell it's about. Uh, but you can still have your, you can still have your opinion on how he, uh, well, for lack of a better term, controls the narrative. He's very, very good at controlling the narrative. That's always been a thing with Clutch Media. So yes, you can have that opinion. But when it comes to the injury specifically, don't think that it's a whole media twist. Just to, that's a little too conspiracy theory. <laughs> because if you watch the play where he did roll his ankle, that shit didn't look good. I don't care how big or small you are. You do that, you yes, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, dude, ankle sprains are no joke, and they take they take like a, an annoyingly long time to heal. Right, Pat? 
I just feel that what I'm saying is uh, that he wouldn't have gone out of his way to say like, um, you know, when I come back, I'm only going to be this percent ready. Like, you know, I feel like if he was truly done, like if he truly knew his body wasn't going to return to that, that timetable, uh, he wouldn't have said, you know, what he said. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, looking at it, it seems like based on what he said, his injury isn't that bad. I don't know for sure, obviously, but I'm just trying, I'm making an observation based on what he said. Yeah. Just like what basically Jason said, it's just, he's just trying to control the narrative. So. Yeah. Anyways, what about, what about, uh, Drummond? I was I guess say, he's man. holding up in uh, with the Lakers. A lot of people are expecting him to like really kill it, but he's not the same as we we talked about it before. He's not the same Drummond he was with like the Pistons. I'm not surprised. Drummond's like up and down. Like one day he's posting an insane double double, and the next day he's like not even there. <laughs> Just kind of playing. Drummond's not the answer. <laughs> He wasn't supposed to be the answer. He was just supposed to help, but I don't even feel like he's doing that. Yeah, I don't know. He's. I mean, rebounding is great, but I mean, it's. I mean, it's only one thing. There's so many other factors like that make you a good player. And I, I mean, I don't. I'm not like an Andre Drummond expert. I don't like watch that much of him. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, from what I've watched, I mean, he just doesn't. He seems like a typical you know role player i mean it doesn't seem like anything special i don't I haven't, I haven't watched much of prime drummond so i don't know how much he's regressed but from what i've seen I, I haven't seen anything special from him he looks pretty mediocre he's a 2020 player when he's actually good i think that's what people are trying to project onto him now that his now that he's on the lakers and he's supposed to be the stereo i'm not stereotypical but he's supposed to be that Oh, we expect you to be what you were in Detroit, even though you're not in Detroit now. You're not even the third option, but we still want you to get 20-20 per night, yada, yada, yada. Like, that's not his role anymore. Is he getting close to what he should be doing? No. I mean, realistically, he should be doing what Dwight Howard did last year for them. That's, like, and, that, that's not his role anymore, but that's all he's really good at is he's getting rebounds. So like, he was like, definitely overhyped by the media because there's a whole narrative of the Nets and Lakers building a super team and, you know, all that. So they, you know, each camp, like, you know, the opposing camps hyped up the players they were getting. And yeah, Drummond just happened to be one of those players. Because I'm not going to go here and say he's a mediocre player because, no, he's not a mediocre player. He's He is a good player. Is he playing well right now? No, he's not. I mean, I feel like ever since the Cleveland trade, that was just a whole mess. But. Is he a top five center? No way. Oh, what? No. I'm not even Hey, there's people out there that will say he is, man. So I just got to uh, Not me. Maybe years ago, you could maybe. <laughs> years, yeah. Yeah, exactly. The Pistons. <laughs> yeah, but not anymore. Not Prime now. Drummond, like prime Drummond where he was consistent, then you could make that argument. But now, not even close. Do you think that um, if you went to a different team that was shopping for a center? He would have performed Sacramento. differently. Sacramento, Sacramento. I, I think it'd just be kind of like white side. Just <laughs> yeah, pro- I don't think Luke Walton would like yeah. Drummond. Luke Walton would change. I mean, I, he'd do better in Boston. I'll tell you that. I keep saying Boston is yeah. a legit center. 
Get a pick. I think Boston, Boston would be a good fit, but those guys just putting on a bunch of jumpers. Boston's, all, Boston's a whole-ass mess. What about, like, Dallas? You think he would have been good there? Dude, I'd like him in New York, bro. Get all of Luka's misses. Kick it back out to him. <laughs> That's all he needs to do, man. I mean, Drummond just needs to Dear God. get there, get rebounds, and, and dunk the ball. Well, think about this. That's an insane trade because, realistically, you're trading Drummond for Chris Stapps. Well, I, I wouldn't do that. Even though KCP is really injury prone, I, I, I wouldn't do that. That's Wait, who? KP. KCP? <laughs> oh, oh, Kristaps. He meant Kristaps. Yeah, yeah, I meant Kristaps. KP. Yeah, no, yeah. I thought you said KCP. I was like, wait, what? Anyway. Oh. But yeah, that's the trade you make. I mean, the one that'll most likely get the yes from both sides. I can see that happening. And holy shit, the Lakers, I, would the Lakers be scarier with Kristaps? Then Drummond? Yep. Yeah, because an outside can score. <laughs> a big man who's an outside threat. Kristaps is a better player than Drummond. Yeah. I okay. mean, it, it, it comes down to Kristaps is rarely healthy. Drummond's rarely on his A game. And do you really want two like big men who are extremely injury prone? That just seems like a recipe for disaster. Exactly. Remember, the best ability is availability. That is true. Okay, so with the Lakers as they are now and the positions in the Western Conference as of right now, if you're a team in the play-in tournament, who would you rather play? The If the Trailblazers were to fall into the play-in tournament again, they're at, six, they're at uh, the sixth seed, or would you rather play the Lakers? Portland. Yeah. <laughs> You would rather play Portland in the play-in. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, if I'm the Warriors, I'd rather play Not Portland. Even a- Definitely Portland. I'd rather go up against Dame instead of LeBron and Anthony Davis. Most, you know. But here's, the, I mean, yeah, we're, you're assuming that they're going to be, you know, healthy and ready to go by the play-in tournament. But, like, what if they're not? I'm going to roll the dice and still say Portland. I mean, Steph hasn't lost a play a playoff game to Dame ever. So I'm going to roll with those odds again. Yeah. I don't hate our chances against the Lakers, though. Hey, no, an injury riddle, like an injury riddle Lakers um, might might go better than like a fully healthy Portland Trailblazers team. Yep. But that's the only instance. If it's like a fully healthy Lakers team, then yeah, I would agree with you guys. Portland. And, but. and if I don't know, I actually don't know when Schroeder's coming back. If he's not back by the plane, Steph would get Buckets, bro. Yeah. Well, is just the play-in is in the. I think the play-in starts in twelve days. He was supposed to do fourteen days, like a week ago. Oh, does it start in twelve? Yeah. Days? yeah I guess you're right, because the season ends on Sunday, huh? And then yeah, it, play-in, like, I think it starts the twenty-second, something like that. Huh. Um. Yeah, y'all did see AD drops forty-two recently, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was great, and but then he also took a spill where he like rolled on the ground for a while and that was concerning <laughs> was... but he got up and like still dropped 42 but like anytime ad like falls i'm just like uh yeah 80 dropped 42 that's still a little little terrifying i'm gonna stay away from them i'll stay away from them a little bit i think we have a better we have a slightly better chance against Portland. slightly Jesus. here's what i want to happen um Clippers stay at the third seed so they can play the Lakers at the what seed is that? 
six. At the six seed. Yep. And hopefully, I want to see that so bad. First round, that would be amazing, right? That's what we all want to see. I mean, battle LA first round, that'd be great. That like the NBA will love that because then they'll get views. Clippers right team. off the bat. <laughs> And then yep. hopefully the Dubs can knock out the Trailblazers. If the Warriors play the Trailblazers in the play, and I have no doubt that they're going to But here's the thing. I think it's the 7 and 8 seed only need to win one game, correct? Yeah. In order to make the playoffs. So, so if they lose, you still have a chance to beat the, the winner of the 9-10. Mm-hmm. So it gives they, them a little bit of an advantage. Yeah, and the nine tens both have the the nine tens. Either team has to win two games, so they gotta win their nine versus ten, and they gotta win the se- uh, the loser of the seven eight. Yeah, and we, I mean, let's say we lose, we can beat the the, the nine or ten. I think we can the- beat the Grizzlies, and I think it's the Spurs. Yeah, yes. yeah, Spurs. Yes. Spurs. Yeah, so that that can happen, like. But then again, that puts us in the eighth seed, and then we play the Suns. Mm-hmm. Because I think after. Oh, actually, the Jazz are back on top. No, yeah. they lost. I think, unless the record is like the Utah Jazz have like one more win. They, they, they yeah, they do. They're fifty and eighteen. Nineteen. Suns have forty-eight wins. Right? Fifty and nineteen. Interesting. Okay, then I guess we'll see Utah again, and hopefully. I'm okay with that, actually. I mean, as long as we don't do what we did today <laughs> but jordan clarkson score 41 again Jeez. yeah yeah fucking stifle tower get the fuck out of here we're not <laughs> hey the uh the blazers have been rolling don't sleep on my uh my uh previous hot take that <laughs> <laughs> you felt bad about that take not uh, whatever yeah, i whatever. don't feel bad about my wizards take it actually ended up being like it's looking pretty good they play Boston in the play, and I think there's a pretty good chance the Wizards come out on top. Honestly, yeah. Though since since they took a big hit with Jalen Brown going out, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I don't trust the Celtics now. I told you. I didn't the trust Wizards them more. I didn't trust them much to begin with. And yeah. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are straight balling too. Like. Yep. Yeah, that's a scary little team. I mean, yep. I don't yep. think they. I think they can win a series. Do I think they'll get past the second round? No. Who are they beating though in the first round? Like, uh, that's a point. That's a good point. I don't think they can even win a series, dude. (laughs) Washington is the worst team in the play-in, like record-wise, but I think they're the best team there now. Dude, they're like they're running Robin Lopez at center, man. I mean, yeah, that's not very encouraging, but I mean, I think I mean they're I mean the Pacers are like, oh yeah, I think the yeah, Pacers the can Pacers, get bounced. Scarlets, yeah, just, are they even there? And then Boston just took a giant hit. <laughs> the Wizards might be the best team there with the Wizards. okay. The Wizards can I knew definitely. It, I, knew I told you guys the Wizards are something to watch out for. There. Yeah, you did say that, and they've been winning games recently. Russell Westbrook's been going off. Um, they can make it to the playoffs. I don't know if they'd get out of the first round. They won't yeah. get out of the first round, I don't think. But they'll make. They can make it there. They can make it tough. I mean, it's not going to be easy to have to, you know, defend Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. Because they're going to have to. I mean, they're going to. If they do get in, they're going to have to face one, two, or three, right? One or two. Most likely one or two. The 76ers of the Nets, like uh, almost any team, is getting bounced by them. Mm-hmm. 
Oof, yeah. that's a big one. Oh, speaking of the Nets, dude, Try- they're they're not doing so hot. Oh, nope. They've won what one out of their last five games? Yeah, they've been on a. What's been- uh, Harden's injury looking like? Is he coming back soon? Or- they still don't have a timetable for him, huh? That's, they, no, that's pretty hoping... concerning because Harden was, I think, the, I mean, most solid out of those three. That brings me yeah. to a question I wanted to ask you guys. Um, Go ahead. Who's the most valuable player for the Nets? Kevin Durant. Kevin yeah. Durant or James Harden. Harden. Um, Kevin Durant. Who's the second? Now, it's so hard for me to go against Kevin Durant because he's the best player there. But watching the, the, the Nets play, James Harden was really felt like the glue to that team and like that stuck them all together. And I know we haven't, we didn't really see them all three play together, but just from what we've seen, I hate going against Durant, but James Harden might be the most valuable player on that team right now. Might be the MVP of that team. Here, but the reason would be the main reason that they, if they do something. I, I think if, I think they'd have a better chance with Kyrie and KD without James Harden than James Harden and Kyrie without Kevin Durant, just based on Kevin Durant's experience in the playoffs. So you, but like you were saying earlier, though, like about availability, I mean, no, yeah, Durant's I, so injury prone. That's why that's the only reason. Like, yeah, yeah, KD's like more, you know, best player in the world or whatever, but he's just so injury prone now with, you know, his all of his injuries recently. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I know Harden got a hamstring injury, but I mean, that's not, I don't think like insanely serious, as serious as, you know, KD's injuries were. I mean, what he's back from it. He's had what two fully, almost two full years off for his Achilles. And then he's had in what a hamstring injury as well. I -hmm. think Achilles injuries are a lot more serious than most injuries. Yes, I know. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm just saying though, like that's why I'm saying Harden, it, like his injury history isn't as concerning to me as KD's. Like KD, just I don't know. I just he seems like a little bit like in later his career seems like a little bit made of glass. Like you know he hasn't played that many games in the past two years. Uh, yeah, and that's something to look out for. Two years, yeah. I mean, no shit. I'm just saying, like, I don't trust him to be as healthy, um, you know, generally for the long term as I trust Harden would. That, that's fair. Speaking I, as uh, of what we have right in front of us right now, I'm saying Kevin Durant's here. James Harden's not at the very moment. Okay, and let's I- say they're both here. They're both here, back playoffs from their injuries, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm going to still rock with KD still. Just, I think KD's the better player. I, I mean, when healthy, Kevin Durant's the best player in the NBA. Um, arguably, I think he's probably number one. Um, anyway. I'd argue that too, but um, but it like I said, man, Kevin Durant's one of my favorite players in the league. But it's like James Harden took on this role to just run the offense in uh, in Brooklyn, dude, and he was he was like completely. Just he he did it so well, you know. If he didn't get injured, he'd probably be up there challenging Jokic for MVP. Yeah, exactly. He would be. He one hundred percent be challenging Jokic if he didn't get injured. I agree with you. He'd be above Steph in the MVP race, probably. Um, but yeah, so I think I I do think that Kevin Durant's the best player 
on the Nets, but James Harden might be the most valuable right now from what I've seen this year. I mean, we're going to see James Harden back very soon. He, they're hoping that he comes back this week. Yeah. That'd be good play to Play at least one or two games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I said before, like, they're, they're going to get him back a couple games before the before the playoffs start, just so he can get some get some conditioning under him. And then they're going to go from there. But we'll see. Um, as we, we were just talking about the MVP, um, I had a quick question for you guys before we end this segment. Where's Steph right now on your guys' lists? Is Steph top three? Yeah, he's number two for me. Number two for you? That's surprising. Um, he oh. is also, I think, number two for me. What about you guys? Yeah, I, I got him at number three. Jokic, Embiid, and then him. I got nice. four. Four? Ooh, yeah. What do you have a four, oh, Jason? Behind Giannis? Actually. Oh, oh. You know what? I got yeah, Russ. Giannis, yeah, I forgot about Giannis. Oh. That's bro. Come on now. You yeah. know, <laughs> Russ is up there. No, I mean, yeah, he can be up there, but he's not above Steph. No, definitely not. I'm just saying. Like, oh, I thought you were too. saying yeah. he was above. What's up there? <laughs> What's up there? No, what's up there? Top 10? Maybe number 10? Up there, then. I'll give Top Russell 10, number yeah. 10 for leading him to. I mean, we were, we were praising Steph when he was the 10th seed, so might as well praise Westbrook for being the 10th seed. I mean, yeah, he's playing I, out of his mind, so, like, yeah. give credit where credit's due. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But, I mean, he hasn't been playing quite as well, like, as he has in this past little stretch as, you know, the entire season. That's fair. Like, the, you know, they, the Wizards started it off really bad. and I mean, it also was a new team for him, so yeah. give him break in time, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you can also argue he had his old coach, so I don't know about that one, Chief. But yeah, like, you know, the, we always talk about it, but it's always a fun topic. The MVP race is so crazy. I think we can all agree. I guess I don't know about Jason, but Jokic would be number one still. Yeah, oh, easily. I don't uh, see. I said it in our. Uh, I said it in our group chat. I'm okay with. Uh, I'm now okay with Jokic being number one. I mean, I'd have I'd have Embiid slightly under him now, but yeah, Jokic. He's most likely gonna win it. Yeah. But Giannis is also having a really, really good season. Yep. And without all the pressure now of like because if because of the Nets and the Sixers somehow the Bucks are really like coasting under the radar. Exactly, man. Yeah, <laughs> actually the the losses that the Nets got out of that five games was from the Bucks. And Giannis outperformed KD and both. Yeah, yeah, Giannis definitely did. You know what? Actually, may bring up Giannis. Actually, I might put Steph at three now. Just thinking about it. Where do you have Embiid? I have Giannis number two, Steph three, Embiid four. That's interesting. Look out for Milwaukee too in the yeah. playoffs, man. That's a That's new team. Not a bad list. I don't like the whole. I don't know. I'm not a fan of the whole. You know, Giannis. Yeah, maybe he hasn't showed up to yeah. playoffs in the past, but he's growing as a player. He's growing as a player. He's getting better. Yeah. It? Is this a new I mean, not to like, I hate like, you know, having to use another sport just because I don't know anything off the NBA at the top of my head as an example. But like Peyton Manning, like he had so many playoff, you know, crashes and burns for like so many years. And then he finally got a Super Bowl. You know, a lot of people doubted him because they were like, oh, he always just fails in the playoffs. But he eventually got it. So. And Giannis will eventually get that. So. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't doubt that Giannis will, def- will get there eventually. I just think like, you know, it's. Right now, it's hard to get past a lot of these ridiculously good players, okay. especially when they're teaming up. 
with with an unhealthy Nets team, I think they probably have the best chance for the. I, yeah, I like them the most in the East. Uh, I mean, even what like what last year and the year before, the Bucks should have honestly gotten to the finals. Yeah, they have a good team, and now with Drew Holiday, it's a new team, man. It's a new squad. And PJ Tucker, they're gonna show up in the playoffs this year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see them in the in the playoffs this season. Our six five center, PJ Tucker. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll be back. And we're back. So, in the NBA recently, we've seen a lot of injuries on some playoff teams. You know, most notably Zion and Jalen Brown today. And, you know, as NBA fans, we don't like to see injuries. Uh, We like to see everyone fully healthy playing on their respective teams. But they happen, and that's part of the game. Um, It's definitely going to affect how some of the teams go. So, what, do we got any opinions on, you know, what these teams will drop in the standings or what this means for the players or anything? It's a real bummer that they're both out for the the rest of the season. This yeah. Is not, oh, yeah, I guess Zion is too. Zion and Jalen. Yeah. That, I think it kills both the team's chances at making it, you know, very far. Like, those yeah, those two are, like, pretty critical for both teams. So, Zion I, mean, more Pel- I don't think the Pelicans really had a chance anyway. Exactly. <laughs> not even in the play-in. Yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, they still had a slight chance to get in there, but now it's just crushed. Yeah. They would they would have to win, like, the rest of their games, and then the – Grizzlies and or like the Spurs or the Grizzlies would have to like drop the rest of their games. So that was a long shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, it oh, does suck. Out of the question. <laughs> it does suck for the Celtics though. You know, um, as as shaky as they've been all season, Jalen Brown's crucial for them. Uh, so that just puts a damper on on that. Because he went from Tatum and Brown to now it's Tatum and Marcus Smart. It's no, they have game. Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier. Kemba, that's actually playing. You're right, you're right. I'm always forgetting. Those two are actually playing pretty well right now for the Celtics. So it's just up to how they perform in the playoffs because they have no one else. I mean, their only center that's really good was Robert Williams, and he's kind of injured right now. And they got Tristan Thompson. And that's about it. So they really needed a center. Yeah. Um,. Have there been any other like main injuries that I'm that we're missing? Because I feel like not an injury, but I mean because I think Fox is out because of uh, COVID protocols, but uh, yeah. that killed the Kings' chance. I think uh, even though they did actually decent without him, but um, just that yeah, he's not here. He could have helped win a few of those games, so that killed the chance the Kings' chances of making the play in. Yeah, that would definitely do. Without Darren Fox, they're nothing. Um, Halliburton's also not hasn't played. Oh yeah, uh, he's out for the year too, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's right. Yeah, they're a little closer. Fuck. Sean Holmes has also been uh, getting. He's back now, but he was in, he was gone for a little bit. Yo, they low key could have got the ten seed. Fuck. Yeah. Man, that's, they that's unfortunate. Um. Uh, I can't think of any more notable ones that we haven't like discussed. Um, but I mean, um. There's uh for Miami they have Oladipo that's still out. So. Oh, that's true. He's been out for for a little he's bit. Still out. Not Jeez, sure when he's gonna I be forgot. back. I forgot. Is he gonna be back for playoffs? Um, probably. 
but um it looks like the heat's doing just fine without him right now so <laughs> yeah man look out for miami dude i'm rocking my miami vice jersey tomorrow it'd be so good if uh the heat had De'Aaron fox like that'd make him so mm-hmm. be I, I have to agree with that yeah <laughs> that'd be nice that'd be sick it would a box dude sheesh i just feel like they need a legit point guard too agreed yep like everywhere, everywhere else on that team is fine. It's just get him. Cal Lowry would have been would have been dope. Yeah, if they made that trade, that made that would have made Miami a lot more scary this year. And dude, that team defensively, Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo, Jimmy Butler, and Bam. Bam. Dude, that's insane. That's nuts. Here, I'll I'll say All really good defenders. Who do we think was winning a defensive player of the year? I don't know. I don't know if I could even give a proper opinion on it because I just. I, I would have. I really. I really would have loved to see Bam win it, but he's like. I mean, he's top three, but most likely it's going to. Um, it's either Joel Embiid or Rudy Gobert. Who's the top five? Isn't Miles Turner in the top five? It's been- yeah. Wait. Miles Turner's out, though. Oh, he's injured? Yeah, he's been out. Oh, I didn't even know. That. <laughs> um. Ben Simmons Andrew is up Wiggins. there right now. Ben Simmons is in top five, yeah. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Pat. I heard that. Andrew Wiggins. Oh, wait, so what is it? It's not in order. Uh, Gobert, Giannis, Ben Simmons, uh, Bam, um, and Miles Turner. Is that the top five? I think Giannis is in there too, actually. Yeah, I said Giannis. Oh, sorry. I didn't no, hear no, that. Good. Yeah, that's it. I don't know who I'd give it to. I mean, Ben Simmons is having a really good defensive season. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him win it. Uh, Zion, right? Could have won it. Was he up there? Uh, I don't know if he was up there. I don't know about that, but I don't much. I don't watch many Hawks games, but is Capella a really good defender? I know he. He was on my fantasy team, so I know he got a lot of blocks. But he does get a lot of blocks, and he is leading the league in rebounds per game. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, if he's up there, that's not bad. But the top three that like are consistent is Gobert, Embiid, and um, Bam. They've been the most consistent at the top. I'd say probably Gobert's probably going to win. Oh, yeah, Embiid. I'd say, I think Ben Simmons has been up there higher than Embiid has been this year. Really? Yeah. I think Ben Simmons has been, like, top five at least all year and top three for most of the year. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. Ben Simmons has also been, he stepped it up defensively, like, a lot this year. So How are we I feeling would... about Giannis? Yeah, Giannis he's, under, he's a great defender. I mean, his uh, defensive uh, metrics uh, are always really good, like, every year. I mean, he's always, he's a great inside defender. I don't... He's the reigning defensive player of the year, so. Two time, right? Here. Yeah. I'm going to make the argument that Nate McMillan is the coach of the year. Ouch. Uh, I, I'm going to have to disagree. I say my, my coach of the year is Tom Thibodeau. Exactly. I was going to say the same thing. Yep. (laughs) Say Nate McMillan, because they were a complete dumpster fire when they had that previous coach. And then Mm, Nate McMillan. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But the Knicks. Finish boy. And as much. Hi, look at me. (laughs) I know. Yeah. (laughs) The guy that's actually the Knicks fan here. (laughs) 
I know that's true. I know I, I wouldn't be mad at Nate McMillan because that's a good point. When they when they had well, Lloyd Pierce, they were garbage. But uh, you know, no, I, I I like to see, you know, no one. Atlanta was decent last year too, right? Oh, time out, time out. The original coach's name was Lloyd. Lloyd Pierce, yeah. Yeah, Lloyd Pierce, right? Didn't I say that? Just, I think that's funny as hell. I'm sorry. The name Lloyd is funny to me. Yeah, Lloyd. Oh. <laughs> Lloyd. Yeah. Okay. Sorry if there's anyone out there watching this named Lloyd. <laughs> we appreciate you. Don't offend them, Jason. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, no. I feel like no one expected the Knicks to do what they're doing right now. And you got to give a little bit of credit to the, to the coach on that. So I'm going to say that Tom Thibodeau is a good coach literally wherever he goes. So I don't think that changes regardless. Yeah, he's the, he's I mean, the coach well, of the year. I mean, I'm going to say, I just think Nate McMillan just pulled an entire team out the dumpster. And that's a good point. I mean, I'm not... Turn around in the middle of the season. That was like, they went from lottery team to playoff contender. Yeah, Honorable mention. is really impressive. Yeah. I have Monty Williams, actually. For the yes, team. and that's another, that's, an, that's another guy. Monty Williams, I mean. That whole organization, dude. James Jones, too, as their GM, bro, has been making the moves, getting yeah. the CP3 on the team. Like, Monty Williams is, is a good I one. think it's, I think we could all agree it's definitely between those three. Anyone else just wouldn't make sense. Yeah. And you can put them wherever. Those three are interchangeable throughout the They game. might argue Quinn Snyder just because the Jazz have such a good record, but that's, that's true. But well, yeah. you could say that about Doc Rivers, too, because they got Maybe a good the Sixers. Yeah, you can say that about any team with a good record. It really just, it, 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 it's cool to look at a team that transformed from not very good to really good. And that's the Dude, it's been eight years. <laughs> since I'm made. just saying, like, I could see it because the Jazz, like, they have the best record in the NBA. And, like, same thing happened with the Warriors. Steve Kerr got it because they had the best record in the NBA. Yeah. I'm going to say this. Worst coach of the year, Steve Kerr. <laughs> and surprise, surprise. Bro. And who else? Sorry, Jason. I, I would have won Coach of the Year if I coached that. Oh, did you say Brad Stevenson? No, Brad Stevens and oh. Kerr. Worst coaches this year. Look, right. well, Ooh, this year. Oh, sorry. I'm just saying this. This 72 games. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was I missed those two. What the fuck? Oh, we're not chasing wins. Ah. And are we going to finally point out that Brad Stevens isn't as good of, as a coach as literally everybody has said he's been? We were talking about this, I think, the last one. Yeah, he's getting exposed this year. Are we finally realizing he can't make an adjustment and he's had a great team this entire coach? Dude, and then, and then, and then fuck yeah. you, Danny Age, bro. You're getting all these picks. You're not doing anything, dude. Like, Yep, hoarding picks like a cockhead. Bro, for real. It's the same thing with Steve Kerr. Can't make adjustments to their lineups. Um, and oh, I it's also the ego of oh shit, I've done this before, I won a championship, yada yada yada. I'm experienced, but no, yeah, get stuck in dogma, and then yeah, you're experienced and you're still fucking up. God damn, all right, like, uh, speaking of coaches, um, Scott Brooks, <laughs> the coach of the the coach of the Wizards, said something pretty uh, interesting. It might be a little biased too, but he claims that Russell Westbrook is the second best point guard of all time. I oh, think that he, he coached. I think he would. Oh yeah, you will go down as the second best point guard of all time. Yeah, that's what he said. I don't. I don't think he meant like the second best he's ever. I think he meant like behind Magic Johnson. 
That well, that's what you should say <laughs> that he coached. <laughs> what were you saying, Vince? I, I think that uh, he would be. If, honestly, the only thing holding him back from that, honestly, is his shot selection. If he didn't take so many stupid threes and contested uh, jump shots, uh, I truly think he probably he would definitely have a ring now. I think that's the only knock of knock I have on him as a player. I think rather than that, you know, his shot selection, he's the best thing of best point guard I've seen. Wait, wait, best point guard you've seen? Really? I, 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 he's so complete of a player in every other. I, I just think he shoots too much. I really do. I think he. He's hey, how long have you been watching that? Much of a ball. I want to rewind a little bit. Uh, best point guard you've ever seen? Oh my yeah. god! Have you watched Stephen Curry? <laughs> I have. I, I watched him blow that three-one lead. He played awful. Oh! Wait, oh, okay. oh, Jason has something to say. Jason has something to say. Let me speak. <laughs> Oh, are you going off the prototypical point guard, like, archetype? Or are we talking just point guards in general? I guess, I mean, guards in general. Like, small, you know, smaller guards. You're going general, you're going under 6'6"? Six, six? Yeah. And you think oh. Westbrook is the best under 6'6 six, six player ever? <laughs> I'm saying his shot selection is the only thing holding him back from that. You yeah. might friend are smoking <laughs> hold on let me finish i'm not hold on the list of cocks oh my god I'm, I'm saying number two he's not better than magic no, no i'm not i first off we don't disagree with you on that we disagree he's better than ai for a completely he's better than different AI. reason here i'm AI? Not, AI, I, AI never i mean ai didn't really win much of either right ai got a what wait 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 AI got the freaking team, got the Sixers to the finals, and that team was worse than the team that lost a three, that blew a three-one lead to Steph Curry's team. And you're gonna say that? I mean, I'm just saying Curry's shown up pretty small in some big moments before. I mean, I, I just don't think Curry is just like people put him on a pedestal. Here, like you know, he's. Just, I mean, yeah, he's great and all, but I'm just saying, like, stop, stop, stop. Before you make any comments on. <laughs> Stephen Curry the second, go watch more of his shit. You definitely didn't watch his shit. If you're I watched games six and seven, he was pretty awful, especially in the fourth. Um, did you watch game six of the 2019 playoffs against the Rockets? Did you watch him game six and seven of the Thunder? Did you watch game one? Vince, have you seen I'm not saying him this completely season? awful in the playoffs. I'm just saying, like, let's not act like you know, like that he's um, been, he's been better than like untouchable. I mean. I, I don't think he. I don't think he's untouchable. I mean, I think that I'm telling you. I think if Russell Westbrook didn't shoot as much and take such stupid shots, I think that he he's, he was capable of getting to the finals many of those years in OKC. Look, he won. Even with a way worse team than Steph had, that's for sure. My God, Jesus Christ! The man that's played with Kevin Durant for most of his career, and then decides to go play with James Harden for a lot of his career. Oh, Jesus Christ! Wow, and. Wow. Curry's had a great, his whole career, a lot of his career. So I don't think yeah, you can make a knock on Russ for that. From, did you go watch him from 09 to 14? Not much. I mean, to be honest, but yeah, but he, he didn't really do much in those years, did he? Like, I mean, you know, in the playoffs. He he was regarded as the best three-point shooter of all time at around 2014. And I agree. He's the best three-point shooter of all time. And yeah, you know, he, no question. I'm just saying though, like Russell Westbrook is like the most complete player I've ever seen, except and unfortunately he just shoots too much. 
But he has like, the wait, ability. Hold on. Most complete like, player you've ever seen? Like more than LeBron? Dude, Ben Simmons is as complete as him. He, he yeah, like, what the fuck? Hey, well, yeah, he doesn't have the height, but I mean, the amount of rebounds he gets, the amount of assists he gets, the amount of points he gets, the amount of drive he has, the defensive awareness, oh, the offensive awareness. I mean, he has everything you want, except he just takes too many three point shots. That's really his only thing that I don't have. Oh, I'm just saying, if he didn't take so many stupid threes, I think he, there's a good argument to make he'd be top two. He's not even close. He can't shoot the fucking ball. <laughs> well, in, 2017, in 2017, the whole Oklahoma City organization manufactured him to get rebounds the entire team, the entire year. Go watch him in 2017. No, I've seen those clips you're talking about, but there's not that many. Like, it's, yeah, it's a marginal fraction of rebounds. Like, yeah, like most of his rebounds he's actually trying to get. Like, those are, that's not even that many. It's a very small difference. Like, uh, what, one or two, like one to three rebounds a game. Bullshit. That's how I know you didn't watch this shit. Get the fuck out of here. I've I've seen those clips. I've, I've seen those on YouTube, the breakdown of, is Harden a selfish player? And like, yeah, like that, he does, there is some, the centers, the big guys, they let him get some rebounds, but like a lot of them, it's it, rebounding is people don't understand is a, is a technique. You, when you watch the, you can, um, you can calculate based on like the height of the shot and how hard they shoot it and their release and the spin on the ball of where the ball is going to go. And Westbrook's very good at that. So I'm just saying you're, you guys don't have enough respect for his defensive uh awareness his rebounding and his just overall skills and oh my i'm God. just saying i i agree he, he shoots too much but i mean you take that away he's definitely more of a, a better player than steph vince to that degree i feel like you're not giving enough credit to stephen curry for everything that he does i like steph too but i'm just saying he doesn't have that drive that russell westbrook plays with you it's, it's no <laughs> i've never seen anything like it every single possession he's the most explosive player on the court and it's not even close Shit. There's people more explosive in college coming out right now. There's better athletes coming out right now. Not with the stamina Westbrook has, dude. He, <laughs> he all game, he just goes 100%. I've never seen anything like it. Steph Curry's more conditioned than Russell Westbrook. Holy fuck. Yeah, 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 but he's not as explosive. He's not, that's a different type of thing. That's more, Sturry's more of like a, he has, yeah, more dur like stamina, I guess. But I mean, because, uh, Russell Westbrook's fast twitch muscles, that's kind of what like, makes him so explosive. The fact that he can go so long and being that explosive is insane. Hey, Buzz. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice one. Oh. <laughs> that, that was a little good, uh, good uh, back and forth there. Can you guys see the vein that's pulsing from Jason's forehead? Fucking hell. <laughs> you are having a run. With facts. I mean, it's just, I mean, did I, anything I said was not true? I. <laughs> <laughs> 17. What? Steph Curry's been a better player than him almost every year since he's been in the league since 20, except 2017. You can argue that MVP year for Russell Westbrook was better than Steph Curry's 2017 because he had to step down in order to help Kevin Durant succeed. Other than that, fuck out of here. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, I would say, is sixth all-time point guard. I'm saying he easily, if not for his shot selection, he would be top two. I'm just, unfortunately, yeah, you're right. He isn't overstepped now due to his selfishness. But 
I think he would have had the ability to be top two. That's what I'm saying. Oh, ability. Now we're talking in fucking hypotheticals and what ifs. Yeah, I, I, I really think that if you watch his, he takes a lot of stupid shots. He tries to play, he plays hero ball too much. But I mean, if you took that away and he played smarter. You can't take it away though. Yeah, bro. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, man. Like, I know. I'm just saying though, people underrate his, <laughs> uh, his athletic ability. I've never seen anything like it superior to anything we've ever seen. See, you said all that, but then decided to say, oh, if Steph Curry didn't blow a 3-1 lead. That, see, you just tried to tailor your point with unreason, not unreasonable. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, hold on. Like, I think people put Steph, like, so above him. Like, you know, like, it's impossible to compare. Okay. It's Game like, basketball. Because Steph has his demons, too. I love that people I'm argue that. We are totally fine with him saying, oh, he's not the greatest defender. Oh, he's turnover prone. But guess who's more turnover prone? Russell fucking Westbrook. Oh, who takes... Who takes shitty shots? Not Steph. Russell fucking Westbrook does. We are okay with Steph's deficiencies. We point it out. I will always be okay with that. But at the same time, I'm not going to let you go up and say that if it was all for shot selection of all fucking things on the planet and play off hypotheticals instead of what actually is, I'm not going to let you sit up here and say that. Like, I, like I said, I think if he had better shot selection, he would be number two. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Curry, uh, Curry blew a 3-1 lead. But where was Westbrook at? Sitting on his damn couch. I know, because he's awful. He played hero ball. From what you said at the beginning, you said that uh, uh, Russell Westbrook was the best point guard you've ever watched. From what we've seen like right now, like what we have, like yeah, may, he doesn't have the best shot selection, but from what he is, is he the best point guard that you've ever watched. Yeah, yeah. Or is he the best guard? Better award? than Steph Curry. Yeah. Like, like as a player, better than Steph Curry. Just, I ask you for your... If I want somebody to take over a game, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, Wait. I just wish I he mean, was just... Yeah. Wish, well, okay, okay, let's just make sense. Sense. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying he's so close and people don't, like, give him enough credit. Okay, so that's fair. Let's take out the first quarter, my guy. That's taking over a game. Let's take out the word wish. So you said you think Steph's a, you think Steph is the better point guard, but it's closer yeah, yeah. than based people on, think. Yeah, basically, yeah. I'm just saying, though, I just think uh, if, I, I know it's a hypothetical. I'm just saying, though, like, even if that's a hypothetical, I think I'm still trying to prove we Westbrook's, uh, you know, physical dominance. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to point out here. I'll make the argument. Okay. I see. It's a better point guard than fucking Russell Westbrook and Steph Curry. If you want to play that, LeBron James is a better point point guard than Russell Westbrook and Steph Curry. You know who else? Yeah, I but he's. About, I thought we were showing under six six. You know who else I would have said was a better point guard had it not been for the injuries than Russell Westbrook? Derek fucking Rose! There, there you go. Derek Rose. No. Oh, my God. That was oh, such an overrated. Vince. LeBron actually probably should have won the MVP that season. Yo! Yo! <laughs> Gosh, you're going to anger a lot yeah, of people, yeah, man. Derek Rose is way too loved to be He's saying that. Most loved it's KD, yeah, you got injured. Everybody feels bad. Like, oh, boo-hoo. But, like, I mean... Oh. <laughs> oh. That's hey man. disrespectful. You were no, talking no, about not, fast twitch fibers. I'm just saying, I think he got way more sympathy because he got injured. People like, you know, make it this huge thing. Like, oh, he's the next one or whatever. Like, yeah, it, it would have been good, but. Yeah. Wait, just made a great point. You were talking about fast twitch muscles and all that bullshit. And hey man. About Derrick Rose, who is arguably more athletic. 
Not them Westbrook. Oh no, dude! You, you do not watch, watch Derrick Rose. Hey man. I remember Zach told me about Derrick Rose. I watch his, uh, his you. MVP season highlights. I mean, I, he's definitely not more explosive than Westbrook. Oh. Definitely not. Again, you did not watch. You did not see. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. He's not as uh, he's not as explosive as Westbrook. I can guarantee You're killing you. Killing me, man. Hey, man. Right tonight. Go ahead, Wait, Pat. What? You're talking about fast twitch muscle fibers, and you know they usually fatigue much quicker. Maybe that's why Russ is not making it all the way to the finals because he's fatiguing a lot faster than Steph, who probably has slow twitch muscle fibers, which lasts longer. That's that kinesiology degree right there. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, throughout a game, like he, it's like he doesn't slow down. Though. I'm just saying, throughout a game, nah, yeah, I know. Like he slows down. It's insane like that he can be that explosive for that long. Yeah, yeah. I, hey, I someone someone take Jason's <laughs> blood pressure, man. He don't look so good. <laughs> I don't Wow. That was awesome to hear, though. That was, uh, that was great, great to. to that was fantastic. To great to watch. <laughs> that you argued that Russell Westbrook is above AI too, like mm-hmm. definitely. <laughs> yeah. You think Russell Westbrook with 2017, um, the 2017 Thunder would have won a game against the 2001 uh, Lakers? No, because that Lakers team was. I mean, oh. come on. Man. Yeah, and what? Allen Iverson did. Allen Iverson. Oh, oh, you just meant. Sorry, I thought you went when it was, yeah, My bad. Yeah, win a game, yeah, maybe. No, nah, not even. I mean, yeah. yeah. Wait, I have a question. I have a question. You didn't watch it. Oh, here. Well, this is why I say to people that talk way out of pocket when it comes to basketball. And again, I give it to you. You ha- you haven't been about about this shit for a while. Watch more hoop. That's all I can say. Pat, yeah, what's the question? Don't um, for what they are, just. Watch more hoop. Yeah, I have a question. Watch more Westbrook, I think, because you're. I don't think you understand. All right, let, let, let's uh, let's stop on that. Westbrook Wait, Pat, because... what's the question? Let's fucking. Hey, Vince. Vince. Oh my God. Would you? All right. Random. Would you rather choose, uh, Steph Curry, or Dame? Um. Like, uh, more context. Uh, overall Purdue. player? Are you talking overall player, Pat? Just... To lead a team. To lead a team. <sighs> lead a team. I mean, Dame's been doing it longer than Steph. Okay, this guy's a warrior hater. This guy's just a warrior hater. <laughs> no, 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 I love Steph. I just say lead a team. I mean, uh, Curry's done really good this year, but I mean, but I mean, Dame's been doing this for a while. Jason, like, I, mean, li- I think Jason left to go scream. Ah, in another I get it. We I highly disagree with that one. Hey, I'm just saying, if you put Dame, I'll say this about Damian Lillard. Like, obviously, you know, Curry. You know his history, his resume is better than Dame. But if you put Dame in situation, I don't know if they would. I don't think they would have blew that three-one lead. I really don't. I, I just oh think my that they may drop in 40, 50 points with ten plus three pointers. That's all I will say. He ain't doing that like Curry. No, but I mean, well, what would you guys say? Do you think he's a better defender? Who, Dame? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you could. You could argue that, but like, if we're talking overall impact, like Jason said, Stephen Curry literally changed the entire game, and that's yeah, no, the most impact a player has had in like since Jordan and Kobe. Yeah, no, I mean that's fair. I'm just I, 
I'm I've just um Dame to me, I think I want like taking the last shot, you know. I think he's just more of a clutch player. Um because I've just seen Curry kind of boil under the moment, like, you know, yeah. Like I don't, I I feel kind of shaky about him taking the game winning shot. I'd rather have Dame in that situation. But yeah, I mean overall, uh you sure stuff over the game. Yeah. Vince, I bet you'd also want Iguodala to take the last shot. No, 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 I'm not. I want Iguodala. Vince is like, I want Iguodala. <laughs> I, want, I, don't, I don't even necessarily disagree. Except not for the shot, for the game-winning drive. <laughs> uh, Dame, Dame's more clutch. I, I will say that. I'd rather have yeah. Dame take I'm it. I'm okay yeah. with that. That's all I'll say. But I wouldn't necessarily even say it's very close that Steph is the better player point guard and that he's better to lead a team i don't even think it's very close mm-hmm. but uh i respect what you say um anything else anyone wants to add or anything i i uh i was watching this debate last night i was just interested what you guys might think what do you think about um letting women play in the nba if you know said woman you know was talented enough women in the nba yeah, they, do you think it should be allowed or you think they should just have their, you know, just keep it to the WNBA, have their own separate league? I think that um, keep a separate league, but, you know, treat them the same. Like, you know, they I know they've been really fighting for, uh, you know, same treatment as what NBA players are getting. So that's that's my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree with Pat. I think they deserve more credit than they're getting. Yeah, um, it's tough. They don't. I know they don't bring in as as much money, but I know the men's brings in a lot of money. Um, that 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 does factor into what they get and don't get. But as far as women playing in the NBA, I mean, I don't know if a woman would ever. Yeah, I don't want to be like that. But I mean, if we're being real here, the bet the worst NBA team is significantly better than the best WNBA team. I don't know if it would ever get to that point. But hey, man, if there's a girl out there that is really training, getting up there, I wouldn't have a problem with it. If, her, if she wants to come beat some. I, I actually really want to see the WNBA at the same level as NBA, where you know we all got the our teams and you know NBA. Like we have a Warriors team for uh, Oakland, and then we also it'd be cool to have a WNBA for oakland and you know it'd be really fun yeah to actually if they're on the same level and then it's going to be really competitive i think it'd be really fun to watch i agree but i also agree with zach they just they just don't produce as much revenue as like the nba does but the nba has so much exposure they have so many fans it's it's just difficult when well and the explosiveness factor of the nba too man like there's no dunks alley-oops none of that shit in the you know in the wnba i know but you still gotta put exactly like this. it's kind of hard to expect that you know like but that's a big argument that a lot of people make is that like oh it's all the wnba it's funny it's more like post-based you know it's like Kind of how the NBA used to be, but I get what you're saying, Royce. But you still yeah. gotta put respect on the skill that they do. exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> um, yeah. We're, 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 yeah, the WNBA is super skilled, but I mean, compared to the NBA, it sucks. I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I respect it still. I guess. Good, but all right. Um, yeah, question. we should we should wrap it up for tonight. We're running out of time. Yep. Shout out, Vince. Say, hey, appreciate you coming on. Making some yeah, good conversation. Yeah, dude, that was great. Definitely. Up to you, it was man. great to listen to all the stuff you had to say. Yep. And uh <laughs> all right. We'll be back in uh in a week. Yep. Make sure y'all grab. Don't we'll slap. slap.
Thanks for listening. Thank you, Vince. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Peace.